Good morning. I'm Karen Audubonny. And this morning we've got a bunch of different things coming on the radio in this, time, in this hour. Alicia's with me to help me do this. But Good first morning. Off, yeah, there is Alicia. But first off, we've got Ted Williams, who's been all night on the break in the fibers over there in Fort Bragg. So, Ted, you there? I am. Hey, Thanks Ted. Yeah, so what's going on over there? Everybody back up and running or partly running? What's going on? We, we think everybody is back up and running. Um, I imagine there may be some hiccups. The, uh, the initial push was to get 911 back up and the cell towers. Um, I know the cell towers came up because I was able to text from scene. That was my first indication that um, it's being restored. And I was standing right next to the trailer where they had been doing this, the splicing of the fiber. Um, and they, they noted some of the other services may take a little bit longer, but um, everything will be restored. Okay, great. So um, that's there. Were, I heard there were sixteen thousand people that were out. You were there all night. Was it a mess? Pretty bad. No major well, catastrophes through the whole thing since nine one one was out. Short, short of some blinking lights, you could uh, probably drive through that that section of Highway One and not know that uh, there was disturbance. In the end, uh, a small hole in the ground. Uh, there was some talk about having to excavate. I imagine they would have to excavate across the highway. They were able to uh, clear out the existing uh, paths and then pull fiber through, splice it back together. Uh, I think what, what worried us most was initially it was an inconvenience. Couldn't process debit transactions, couldn't use an ATM, you know, couldn't, couldn't um, you know, check Facebook from your phone. But then, you know, what set in is people can't call 911. And uh, I had called over to GenBanks at Coastal Valley's EMS to find out. How many 911 calls did we had for the coast? She checked on it and came back and said zero. Well, I know the call volume for 911 on the coast. Zero calls means either people are helping themselves, the neighbors are helping them, or they're at home not getting help and they need it. And uh, we, we, as a county, we did everything we could to um, try to outreach and and try to to put to push the restoration. Uh, Senator McGuire was instrumental in working with Caltrans and nudging AT&T to uh, get crews on, on scene faster. Um, but it was out from uh, about 11 o'clock yesterday until uh, about 7 a.m. this morning. So uh, not, not great. Not We've been great. through this before. And last time the story was, well, there's a loop and there's redundant fiber. It wasn't configured right. This won't happen again. It happened again, and this one is more mind-boggling because um, the fiber doesn't come through Fort Bragg and then serve the areas to the south. It comes from the south up to Fort Bragg, so the fact that there's a break at 1 and 20 and that we lost uh, 911 service in Mendocino, Little River, Albion, um, Comche, and and points beyond uh, is really unacceptable. So we will be looking at some uh, accountability and then looking at some redundancy, I hope, after this? Well, I, I think the redundancy may be there. And uh, for whatever reason, all the traffic is being routed through Fort Bragg. And that will come out during the debrief. Okay. We've, we've got to do better. Um, and, and, you know, at the same time, I want to thank the AT&T crews, the, not the corporation, but the people who were there all night. <laughs> I watched them working hard the entire night. They understood how important it was. Even more so when I, the first time I dropped by and informed them that uh, we were out to the south. They thought it was just the city of Fort Bragg. And it shows they probably didn't have working cell phones. And, you know, what sort of information was trickling down to them may not have been adequate. Um, 
And a, a lot of people, uh, the sheriff got extra patrols on the coast, um, uh, helped coordinate uh, getting a communications uh, trailer from Cal OES to the hospital to make sure that they could c- continue to communicate. Senator McGuire was on the phone late with me last night uh, looking at options. I know um, Adventist Health, Judy at Adventist Health on the coast, coordinated with the uh, school district and with uh, Fort Bragg uh, PD. Everybody did their part, and uh, it just it ran smooth. Unfortunate incident, uh, but I, I, I think everybody worked well together. Ted, what ultimately was the cause of the break? What happened to, to wipe well, out telecommunications in F- Fort Bragg? As I understand, a Comcast contractor was doing some uh, digging and uh, went right through AT&T's conduit. And first question I had was, did they forget the call to have it marked? And AT&T pointed over my shoulder. I turned around, and there's the markings on the ground. It was marked. Looks like maybe they didn't follow the marks. Didn't follow the marks. So, you know, cascade of failures. That shouldn't have happened. But those kind of accidents will happen, and that's why we have redundancy. And so why that redundancy didn't kick in, that'll be the prime question as we debrief. Good. Well, and then hope, hopefully we will be learn from this experience and we can make sure that next time it doesn't take so long to get it uh, routed around and more redundancy. So um, anything else to add? Otherwise, I just want to thank you there for being there and keeping us all informed all night because I know a lot of people were freaked out about it. Yeah, well, I, I look forward to your show. All right. Hey, thanks, Ted. Thanks for being there and keep, them, keep on top of them. Yeah. Thanks, Ted. Comcast, huh? Wow. wow. It's so weird that there's that bottleneck of just one fiber line to 16,000 people. Well, and I was just talking earlier, years ago, uh, going north up Spy Rock or Bell Springs Road, there was one cable that went all the way from Southern California all the way up to the Pacific Northwest. And there was just one line. And I had looked at real estate up there way back in the 80s, and the guy had said, wow, if this ever gets cut, it takes out the whole West Coast. What? Seriously. Seriously. (laughs) And it was only, I think, in the last 10 years that they actually decided, oops, maybe we shouldn't be doing that, and they finally put in another line same way without fish rock road that goes all the way to hawaii and japan wow. if that gets cut that takes off the whole pacific line so well, then maybe in the 80s when <laughs> it, we're talking about telephone lines right and we're doing fax machines putting like yeah. the, the, the 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 landline into the cradle of the fax machine maybe it wasn't such a absolute disaster for the functioning of daily life but now that we're so reliant on all forms of telecommunication for right. everything all transactions at the yeah at the store and everything everybody needed cash or a check you couldn't right. do anything let alone everybody's hooked into their cell phones and a lot of the cell phones went down too so yeah. everybody's back up and running it was a learning lesson and i hope we did learn a bit from it and we can move on with it so let me just start by saying it is Pledge Drive. It is. We are getting so close to our goal. I am so proud yes. and so excited for our community who have done this. So far, our total is $142,912. Yes, I'm bursting. At the I, I just here. I can't believe it. I've been listening. $7,088 yeah. to go to this ambitious goal of $150,000. We are 
$7,000 away, everybody. And and they were talking about taking this having to go through Saturday. So when this is done, when we get this 7000 that's it. We're done. We can do this. We can get back to regular programming. This, this community can do that. <laughs> oh, I'd love to do it on this show. But i got to tell you, yes. I just have so much faith in our community and being able to do this. It's just amazing. So you can go online at kzwax.org, and there's a big donate button. Right there and, on our homepage. Yeah, right there on our homepage. And then there's something about texting, but I don't know. See the, yes, yeah, you can you do text that. KZWAX to 44321, and that will send you back a pop-up form that you can fill out and donate that way if you're there you go. if your phone's working again and you can access texting <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean that's that's what we want to do but we really want to get you involved in this and get you if you haven't donated please take an opportunity now to do it because you're listening and i want to say i do this because i love this community i bring you as much information i can about the budgets the supervisors the important issues um my next show is going to be pre-recorded because i've been desperately trying to get luke kendall who is the new um captain of or chief of the CDF Cal Fire for Mendocino County. He just got a, just got uh, installed in February. If you recognize the last name, that's Matt Kendall's brother. He's really on top of the Cal Fire for this summer. He's been in meetings, so I actually pre-recorded it. So that'll be coming up in two weeks. I also want to mention that throughout the, I think we're on day uh, day twelve you've, of our. You've been here, not me. I think that's right. They start to blur together. But yeah. um, uh, throughout the 12 days of this pledge drive, as people are making their comments, TKO and Karen Audubon's show is mentioned a lot as really? a show that people oh, value. Yeah, you. because you're providing really essential news and information for people about the workings of Mendocino County. You talk with all of the representatives of our local county government, and you are so well-informed with such a long history of understanding about this very fascinating <laughs> world of politics. Of politics we, in Mendocino, Mendocino County. is special. Yeah. It is. <laughs> it is, Mendocino very, it is yeah. Um, sometimes shockingly interesting. Um, but to say the least, shockingly the, interesting, but yes. never totally obvious, right? It, we, we need to have people like you who follow it, who understand the players and who bring those voices to the listeners so that they don't have to do that, yeah. so that they can understand what's going well, on. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, Karen, I'm thrilled that you're back on the air. So um, thank you <laughs> well, so and much. I, and I, I also can read the budget. That's I understand right. the county budget and the numbers. Um, you like that stuff. I do. I'm a numbers person. I'm a numbers person. So um, in a moment or two here, we're going to have the new... Um, News director is we that have the title? A very special guest. A very special on the guest. Line. Yes, yeah. our new news director, Victor Palomino, yeah. who is getting ready to relocate here to Mendocino County. We did a, a national search for a news director, and we found who we think is the perfect person so to join our team. We're so excited for him to get here. Good. So we'll be talking with Victor in just a few minutes. Yeah, and I am really thrilled to meet him. I'll give him some history. But before that, I just wanted to thank Alicia and Rich for helping me out last month after my last uh, my show last month uh, a dear friend of mine collapsed in front of me in Boonville and passed on a week later and I've been dealing with the grief and the shock of it all um, and she was an avid Casey Wax listener and donated every pledge drive um, so I've put up her share for what would normally be donated but the one thing I wanted to bring to you because I bring a lot of personal uh, my 
a lot of my shows are around what's important to me and what I think is important for the community. And so a lot of people have heard me over the years talk about different personal issues. And this was a real personal issue to watch this dear friend pass. Um, but what happened is that I was there and we didn't have a lot of access to her medical stuff. And it turned out that she had some comorbidities and she had some allergies. And so what I want to bring to the community is um, make sure that you have a list of what you're allergic to, what medication you're taking, even if it's just in your wallet or at some place close, so that people around you know and the people that show up to help you know. That's really important. And that was that was an important thing that we needed and... It's important for everybody to have that out there. The other issue that brought up for me is that I have property, as everybody knows, in the county. So I'm going to be re-looking at my trust because that's something that needs to be updated a lot. And you need to keep on top of your wills and your trust and where that money goes after you're gone. Because, folks, we're all going to go at some point in time. You just never know when. And that's the suddenness about it. So don't put it off. I'm going to go back and rework on mine. And one of the things that I'm going to personally do, and what you can do, is there's in, there's um, what bequests or endowments, or you can leave money to the nonprofits of your choice. And I would hope that one of those nonprofits of your choice, after listening all these years, would be KZWAX and Z or Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. And you can do that. You can make us part of your estate, part of your will. And it's called an endowment. And we don't, people don't like to talk about it. It's hard to talk about it. It's hard for me to even talk about it right now. It, it tears me up. But it's important. And it's something, it's a way that you can help contribute and make sure that this valuable asset to our community, which I always say, this is an incredible asset, folks. We've been here 32 years, and I want to make sure that it's here for another 32 years. I want my kids and their kids to have this asset and have this availability of these airwaves. So that's what I'm going to say. Thanks to Alicia for covering for me. Um, I'm back in the groove. She's helping me today get back in the groove. But consider these things in your life. Make sure your medical stuff is available. And think about leaving an endowment to the station, please. Thanks much. All right. So yeah, thanks, Alicia, so much for doing that. It was tough. All right, we got a new guy. Yeah, do you? Should I turn the zoomy so that you can see him? <laughs> well, I don't know. I haven't seen him, but I want to. There you go, Victor. Okay, well, Alicia's seen him. Hi, Victor. So here's. I'm going to start out with a little bit of history because, as people know, I've been doing radio since uh, the mid '90s. I don't remember when I got on, but uh, so our very first news director was Joseph uh, jo- Leon. Joseph Leon, and we had just the the building here and no other places to really put people for things so i hauled a 14 foot little trailer it was pink pink (laughs) a little 14 foot pink trailer off of my ranch i hauled it down here and put it just off of the parking area in the back here and that was where joseph did the news from for the very first time and then after he left annie esposito and bruce haldane came in and they broadcasted from (laughs) That, that pink or that's trailer. where they that's where they did all the the paperwork and got it all produced and everything back when it was um, little cassette tapes. Oh, so yeah. I'm um I'm very attached and I'm very supportive of our news department as you can see, Victor. So that's, welcome, that's welcome. So great to hear. Yeah, Gina, yeah. we got to get a little history and let you know what happened. But we promise you, we're not going to put you in a little trink, 
pink trailer when you get here. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds actually kind of fun. You can have like a mobile mobile news. It it was it, well, it was parked. It wasn't it wasn't going any place once I got it here. But um, was the caboose one of the the news department at at any point? The caboose was part of that too. That came on when Carol Pratt was here. Uh-huh. The the train caboose that we did that. We do have a caboose here behind. It's, it's the, a real the caboose, folks. Studio. Yes, it's a big mm-hmm. caboose. Yes, a real caboose. We turned that into the news department for a while. Yeah, that's but, true. Let's introduce Victor. Victor well, Palomino, Victor. welcome to KZYX. It's your premiere this is moment it. on the airwaves, hopefully of many, many, many more. Tell Thank us, you, tell Alicia. us who you are. Thank you, Karen. Yeah, this is the first time on the airwaves in the West Coast and my next uh, community radio station. I'm so excited to be part of uh, KZYX. So tell and us a little bit about the work that you do now or that you have just mm-hmm. done yeah. with with uh, Radio Lex in Lexington, Kentucky, where you're moving from to join us out here in Mendocino. <laughs> yeah, so I am just finished my work uh, here in Lexington, Kentucky for the last uh, four years. I've been uh, programming director, also station manager of a small community radio station. It's only six years uh, old, so it's been six years on the air and uh, very, very important years for the, for the small community radio station. Starting is always hard. You have to not only get people to recognize you, but also you have to create the infrastructure for the station. So uh, Radio Lex is a unique uh, community radio station because it's a bilingual radio station. So it broadcasts in English and Spanish 24-7 with two different signals. So the work that I was doing was to kind of like create that bilingual environment and also uh, help our community uh, to get local news, to get information. And we uh, started creating uh, a news team and a news uh, a community newsroom. So uh, that's part of the experience that I'm carrying with me to uh, uh, th- that part, that, that new community radio station and is trying to embrace uh, community radio and the local news in a more diverse uh, uh, environment with bilingual news. I know that Annie Esposito, I have the opportunity to meet her and talk to her and she has done that in the past and I'm super excited to just go to uh, your station, get uh, some of the influence of uh, 32 years being on the air and starting a new chapter with uh, uh, hopefully a new place in, in a year or so and continue doing the great uh, work that you guys are doing there. So how big is the community that your radio station serves now that you were at? Do you know how big Here the community was? We cover pretty much the Lexington area. Okay. This is about, uh, I mean, the population is 350,000. Oh. We cover about uh, 10% of that. Uh, with the two stations. Uh, it's a low-power FM, but we also have uh, a streaming online, and a lot of our listeners, they, they, they use streaming a lot. Uh, I mean, uh, radio is evolving. Not everybody just tune into the dial, so we have to think about like different ways to uh, reach out our listeners and trying to create more radio on demand, trying to create more options for people to listen to the shows if they cannot listen live. And also having the stream and the app help us a lot to cover the, um, the parts of the city that we don't reach with our signal, terrestrial signal. So how long have you been doing radio? I didn't know if I heard that. 
Well, I've been, this is going to be my uh, fourth community radio station. I actually started about 16, 17 years ago in Asheville, North Carolina. That was the first time that I was involved with a community radio station. I was a volunteer for a community radio station for about 10 years, doing all kinds of different jobs. Also, uh, producing my show, I've always been involved in the community news. So I was a news director for Asheville FM. And same thing, we, uh, we had a, a great uh, community newsroom with amazing volunteers that we produce uh, English and a Spanish version of local news. And so, and then I moved to Lexington just to, uh, to work with a community radio station. So that was Radio Lex. So, yeah. So, Kate, so you've been doing it for a while. This is good. I've been doing it for a while. I was, I mean, I'm, I'm from Colombia, and when I uh, moved into this country, I found uh, community radio, and I was pretty, I mean, it, 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 I was impressed of having, like, this uh, media where you, the people, can just come and use the airwaves to the service. I got really involved in that. I love the, the format. I love community radio. That's why I have... Uh, I mean, created a career in, 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 in this media. And I just think that it's very, very important to have that, uh, to amplify the voice of the people, especially right now in our uh, media environment that we are with pretty much a handful of corporations control the narrative. So having the opportunity to give a voice to your neighbors, to your friends, to your family, to the people that you uh, know and having the conversation that are going to affect you directly is very important uh, for me and that's why um, uh, I choose to be here in Community Radio and now I'm super excited to go there and continue this journey. Well, you're sure talking my talk, I got to tell you, because I've been doing this local news and, or you know community, we call it public affairs, it's not really news, mm-hmm. and then I do election coverage also, so you're, you're, talking, you're talking to me exactly what I really, really appreciate the station for and involved always promoted the station for is being locally generated and all that have you had a chance to be out here i know with zoom and everything i probably did a lot of the interviews on zoom so have you actually had a chance to get to mendocino county yet yes i did i was there a couple of weeks ago okay uh i the area is beautiful that was uh one of the things when i uh, i have the opportunity to spend almost a week with alicia uh, she showed me the studios showed me the different uh remote studios i really I, I think that's a really interesting format of having like satellite studios and covering such a, a big uh, area. Uh, so it's it's going to be a great challenge. And but I I'm already uh, daydreaming about uh, driving around those beautiful spaces and get to see the coast and the mountains and and everything. It's it's, it's very different from uh, Kentucky and North Carolina. So I'm super excited to uh, move there and 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 be part of the community. Yeah, it's probably very different. But you've got, I mean, when you talk about hooking up with Annie Esposito, I think Annie did the news, what, 12 years? 10 years. 10 years or more. And she's got all the connections you could ever want and need. And the other thing, the other advantage you have coming in is now 
When I started doing this, we didn't have things taped. The only way you could get shows to anybody is you had to reproduce a little cassette tape of your show mm-hmm. and then give it to them. Now that we're Zooming and now we're on uh, Jukebox and we've right. got our web page and all of that, um, you can go back and see what's happening. Yeah, it's much easier to much send easier. audio files. But the other advantage, I think, that, that Victor and I and the whole station have as we step toward this vision of um, a more robust, a more um, substantial news department that can produce newscasts is um, is that Sarah Reith has done incredible coverage in with the resources that we uh, that we have now. So we have um, because of her incredible work, we have um, built a, a reputation of being knowledgeable and being accurate and covering in depth the, the local issues that are happening um, already. So we're building right. on this incredible work that that Sarah and the rest of our stringers have been doing up till now. So I'm totally excited to bring these two parts of, uh, of our station together to take the work that Sarah and the news department as it exists now is doing and amplify it broaden it have more stories have you know more beats that we can follow and just have more space on the air for for local news so it's going to be a great partnership and victor i'm so so thrilled to introduce you to the community today i hope everybody can see exactly why we're so excited about you coming and um just welcome <laughs> yeah it's going to be really it's going to be good it's been a while since we've had uh one person in charge of doing bringing in a lot of the news it's been like you said different reporters doing it and that so, so i'm going to ask alicia because yeah. i haven't been in the planning of all this um are we going to start off with victor doing just stories or are we going to start off with a half an hour how are we going to yeah good what, question. what's the time block that he's going to get to do his thing so the vision is and, and victor pipe up if you have anything to add is um, that we'll start okay. off uh, basically at at capacity and build capacity, right? So we'll we'll and Victor's going to be a, a part of this visioning, um, but so we'll start off getting Victor oriented. Uh, we have fire season ahead of us, so yeah. that's going to be first priority uh, is getting ready for our fire season coverage and our emergency coverage there that you've all come to to rely on us for. Um, every year we're trying to do that better and better, more accurate, uh, more timely, and uh, bilingual. Uh, and so Victor's going to be part of that planning as soon as he <laughs> hits the road running here. Um, and th- yes, he'll be part of the reporting team. And then together as a news department with his leadership, we will develop, hopefully moving toward a newscast. I don't know how long the cast is going to be. I don't know the format of the cast, but the vision is uh, that it'll be uh, bilingual in some capacity, that, that we will have a, a regular newscast with many stories that we're following throughout the week and you know just but but i think it's going to be a process of building toward it and and also you know the new building isn't going to be ready for us to to go in there and use the new news department studio for at least a year so you know as the building is getting renovated um we'll be building the news team and hopefully as we move to ukiah that's when we'll really uh, be able to settle in and and get that program running does that sound right, Victor? Does that sound right? Yeah, and if I can add, I mean, uh, one division that we have with, uh, with Alicia is that is to create something that haven't been done before. And I think we, you have a very uh, strong base, like with what Sarah's doing and what the, uh, the news department is doing right now. It's uh, a very, very strong, it's like it have the 
uh, confidence with the people, the community listen to you. So we're just going to improve on what is there. We're just going to continue doing the good things that you're doing and trying to introduce that uh, multicultural bilingual aspect and also uh, keep uh, looking for more people in the community that want to get involved and want to be part of like uh, uh, this, uh, being part of what a uh, community newsroom should be that and it's the input of everybody that is around well i think having i think one of the things that's going to help with getting um you as getting you up and running and getting more news coming in and stringers and people offering you stories is that there'll be a key one person that will be able to do that you'll be the um what's the title news news director Lady Alicia, what's the title going to be? Yep, news what's director. What's your title? Victor, news your director. Okay, news director. Well, that's what Annie's um, uh, title was. So news director, so people can actually call in stories, which mm-hmm. in the past has been a really big asset to our news department because people will call in with, oh, have you heard about this? And, oh, mm-hmm. have you heard about that? And then get you up to speed on it and give you other resources to reach out and get those stories, you know, a rounded story around it. So, yeah, I think... Exactly. And I think, there's going to be a little bit of, uh, like always, a little bit of time for me to get to know the community, to get to uh, get introduced to all the aspects. And and I've done that in, in different communities. And one of the best uh, windows that you can have to get to know a community is radio, is community radio. So I... I I feel lucky to be part of, of, of what community radio is, and I know that I'm going to have like a very uh, good opportunity to learn about what's going on there, to encourage people to continue working here. One of the things that we want to do is to uh, create a system where uh, we can train uh, community uh, reporters. I'm so, so excited about this part. Yeah, so yeah that's can really know good. how to tell their own stories. So we can bring the airwaves, we can bring the microphones, and people can tell their own stories. Yeah, that's great. And then one of the here's one of the lines I've been using for years, Victor, is that we are geographically challenged here in Mendocino County. If you pull up a map of Mendocino County, you'll see all these n- nasty dirt roads and hills and mountains. So my tagline has always been, we are geographically challenged, but this radio station and the airwaves levels that all out. Because yes. we get into the corners, we get into the valleys, we get in, we get into the nooks and crannies of this county, and that's why I've always said, folks, this is one of the most important assets that this community has and this county has. So, I just a big shout out to you, Victor. Thanks for stepping up and coming. I look forward to meeting you. That should Me be too. a fun thing. I'm, I'm super excited. I'm getting ready. I'm already packing and and think, taking things ready. Planning the route um, uh, to get there the best way possible. That's a long drive. (laughs) Yeah, but it's going to be fun to cross the country pretty much uh, to get there. And I just want to tell all the listeners that, yeah, it's important to have this media on the air. So this is the time where the the listeners can contribute and help us stay on the air, help us getting this magic of the radio going for for many more years and we just got an update we just got a bunch of update if you want to stick around um yeah stick around victor and i just reintroduce you victor palomino is kzyx's new news director he is getting ready to make the trek across the country from his home in lexington lexington kentucky to mendocino county and victor when do you think you will be here oh soon Uh, 
by the end of the month, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be arriving there. Thrilling! Okay, so we will start to hear Victor's reporting uh, the, in June. Wow. Yeah. I look forward to it. Me too. I love what we're talking about right now with the, with, um, the news department and Victor coming to be the news director. We... Uh, when we were talking about the capital campaign, yes. right, um, a new building is going to be awesome. And there are a thousand and one reasons why you should support the new building. But really, the strength of the signal, all of that is going to be great for our future. Uh, but we wanted to make sure that listeners get something concrete as well as we're taking this leap forward. Something that you can hear that's really concretely different and more and better and something that you've been asking us for. We did listener surveys uh, a couple years ago and, and previously and every time in the listener surveys. Uh, people say we want more local news. So we okay. thought as if we're going to go to the community and ask for this huge amount of, of capital to create, to buy this building and to turn it into a top-notch local community radio station with great equipment and a new tower and all this, we also want to include something in there that people want and that they've told us that they want, which is local news. So this news department and the expansion and hiring Victor Palomino and the bilingual news and the community newsroom, all of this is part and parcel of our Growth. moving forward We're together. Just growing. The new We're, building. Yeah, it's it's been growing and it's going to be really great. Um, I've been doing real estate since I was 20. I hate paying a rent and which was what we've been doing here for 32, 32 years, years we've been rent. paying rent here now we will own our own property which means everything we do will come back to us and and you know, will an get investment. it yeah, yeah. and it's in the other part of it that i really like we're still going to have a studio here in philo yeah so i'm not going to have to drive to ukiah folks no. otherwise that would be really impossible i am like an hour and a half away from ukiah but we're going to have a nice little studio here in philo so i'll be able to just drive down and do it locally but it's going to be at the ca- the county seat in Ukiah, there'll be more space to do uh, live performances. Absolutely. There'll be meeting spaces. It'll just give us so much more room to expand and grow. And Victor, dear Victor, is going to be part of that. Yes. You're coming yes. in at a really great time, Victor. So I know, and I have been uh, lucky to be, this will be my third radio station when I'm part of like moving the station to another building, oh, wow. to uh, a different space. And it's an incredible journey. It opened the possibilities of the station and immensely. And, uh, and having that space where the community can just walk in and, and, and see the, st- the studio and meet the, the programmers and, and be more uh, connected with the radio station, not only on the airways, but also physically, is, is, a, is, is, is a big change. And it's something that I'm pretty sure everybody is very excited and and yeah, I'm 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 really lucky that it's going to be the third time that I'm going to be part of uh, moving a radio station. It's it's a it's a unique adventure. <laughs> we are lucky that we are going to get to benefit from your your experience with that and and your vision about that. If Go. you're excited about getting this news department back together like we had before, and maybe doing maybe we can get Annie used to do an hour. Victor, I'll tell you, Annie used to do an hour time slot. Started out with a half an hour, then we worked up to an hour. Um, so, and there's the news out there. 
I mean, there yeah. is the news that out there for the sure. That I, I, I've only got a show twice a month, and I, there's no way I can cover all the incredible issues that are going on in the county. And we've got mm-hmm. so much stuff happening, and, and especially when we get into the budgets, and we get into the elections, and we get into the all the you know fires and all of the things that are going on with the community. So it's um. It's going to be really incredible to move to a new building and have a news department. I am just mm-hmm. so excited. It's so exciting. And we know that you're excited about it, too, because the overwhelming support has just been rolling in. $6,000 away from ending this drive. $6,000 away. I know. That's it. So, what, so, so somebody, cool. I heard there's something about there's a mug. There's a special there mug. There is a mug. There's it's a right there. There's mug. a picture of it oh. on the door. Isn't it beautiful? There's a, oh, that's with the radio tower uh-huh. and the, and the rays coming out like the, the sun sunrise. behind it. So that's yes. for for $150? $150 or more gets you a KZYX commemorative mug, mug for the building yeah. fund. It's only for this fundraising drive. Well, of course. Mm. That's the way it should be. It says we moving do forward together. Item. And it's made in America, I heard. It is. It's with, we see we're and doing. designed for this drive. Oh, designed just for the drive. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. That's what we used to do with the shirts. Remember that years ago? We'd have different artists design shirts for different years and place drive. we should be doing that again as we well. should i can't remember who the guy was out on the coast that used to do it but i'm Eduardo. getting old org. do it now we want to get the funds up we want to get this going we're all excited with the new program with news director and the new building and we're going to be building and we want you guys to help us build it and be part of it you can feel like you're part of this production and that's how you get it karen did you want to open the lines today yeah we could do the open lines i was gonna yeah i don't know victor if you want to stick around and listen or you want to bug out sure. no yeah I'm, I'm having fun All right. and I, I was gonna say like uh, another benefit that you have with me going to as a news director to your station is like i'm also a visual artist so i, I definitely will be helping to with the designs for the new t-shirts Ooh, <laughs> awesome didn't know, I, didn't know yeah. about that what other uh, we should find out what other skills you have oh well <laughs> That's when Karen was talking about all the reporting on local government and disasters. I was thinking, well, but Victor's also an artist. So we're going to get cultural coverage. We're going to hear from artists. We're going to it's it's hopefully going to be a very well-rounded coverage that we're doing. Yeah, that's one of the ideas. Get the newscasts like very comprehensive, like try to tag and, and cover all the different important things that happen in the community because it's not only uh, the, the government, the local government, the information, the critical emergency information, but there's also so many things that happen in the cultural events and the music and arts and, and what the community is, is doing in general that uh, it's also needs to be covered and it deserves uh, moments on the airwaves. One of my, um, my hopes is that we will also hear from um, monolingual Spanish speakers yeah. um, and we'll, we'll be able to hear stories from parts of the community that just aren't being heard from right now. That's always been a, that's always been one of the things we haven't been able to do a lot with is bilingual. Since um, Alicia's been the program director we've upped our game on our bilingual productions and Mondays Oh, Mendo Latino, for yeah, sure. and that, mm-hmm. and so we've really upped it a bit. But it is a great need because we have a, a very large Hispanic population in the in the county. A quarter of our community is. Is it a quarter? Speaking? I've never. Yes. Yeah, it's probably yes. a quarter of the community. Yeah, and so that's a, that's a good thing. And there's a lot of organizations that uh, support this these groups too. This the Hispanic community, and so they need to be represented also. But yeah, so um, we have a call. Do you want to take a call? Sure, let's do that. We were going to rant, but we go ahead. <laughs> Good morning, caller. Would you like to rant with us? <laughs> oh, 
Oh, hi. I don't want to rant. I want to rave. This is Elizabeth Archer. I am also a KZYX programmer. Um, and Victor, just welcome. I'm so excited and inspired that you are coming to join us. I want to throw you a party. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. <laughs> Definitely. And I just... I can't believe how successful this fun drive has been. I'm, my mind is totally blown. I'm a sustaining member. I also donated during this drive. I wish I had six grand and I would just end it right now, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I know the community is going to uh, step up. So, yeah, just like I don't even have a question. I'm just overcome with joy right now and wanted to share that uh, with oh, all of you. Elizabeth, thank you for calling. Thanks so much. But I like thank your you, idea. I like that idea of different community uh, communities with because we have all these little communities. We have Covalo, we've got Mendocino, mm-hmm. we've got the South Coast, we've got Anderson Valley, the Inland ba- Valleys. Maybe we Branscombe. Could, Branscombe. Yeah, I forgot about Branscombe, Laytonville. Laytonville. <laughs> what would be fun is if the community members that are listeners, supporters, and really and, into the station, maybe do a little party for Victor to introduce him to these areas. That would be kind of <laughs> fun. I like that. I, just a little. I like that idea. Absolutely. <laughs> just a little have a so just garden party. Live, I'm really close to the new studio um, in Ukiah, so that is personally exciting for me. So yeah, we'll kick it off in Ukiah, and then I, I hope everybody um, invites you into their communities. That's the best possible way for you to get to know our county. Um, and yeah, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna get you out there, Victor, where everyone is so excited to meet you. I'm super excited to, thank you so much. And I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting all of you and, yeah, having as many welcome parties as possible. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> this is a good plan. <laughs> that is, yeah. Right, thank, thank you so Elizabeth. much. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the show. Yep. So, you know what? She happened to know the call-in number, but we'll give it out. Yep. 707-895-2448. That's the call-in number if you want to maybe have a question of Victor or just want to talk about what's going on, that kind of thing. But one of the other things I wanted to just throw out is that I stopped at the mailbox on my way here and I got my ballot. Oh, dun, 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 yes, dun. Ours came so their too. mail-in ballots are out, folks. They should be in your mailbox. If by chance you don't have it in your mailbox by probably Monday or Tuesday this next week, call the Registrar Voters Office. Yep. I don't have the number right with me right now. Uh, I should. Oh, wait. You know, yes, I do. It is 707-234-6819. And they do answer their phones. Oh, they do. They're very there. good. There, We've got we've got great registrar voter. We really do. Well, Katrina. and we will be talking with her tomorrow at 3 o'clock. I did an oh, interview that's right. I with to talk Katrina. About that. Yes. Um, she, can't, she can't be available live, but I did get a, a nice long interview with Katrina about the upcoming election. And um, also we'll be talking with uh, Pat from the League of Women Voters about different issues in this election and why it's important to vote and it is it's a primary election it so is a primary the election ones where people kind of tend to shine it on and this is not an election that you want to shine on we've no. got to keep engaged yeah, and so we're going to be talking all about the, the kind of a general discussion about this election some of the important issues and how you can vote since we all vote by mail here in mendocino county yeah and it was a little bit i just want to give everybody a heads up it's a little bit it's, it's two full pages okay yep front be, and back front and back yeah, don't forget. It's front and back, folks. Are you going to talk about this with Katrina? Yes. Oh, oh, both yeah. Okay, well, then I'm not going to redo it. But just make sure the reason it's so long is because it's a primary and you've got 
oh, there's like one position, there's like 20 people running. The I can't remember. governor. Yeah, the <laughs> governor. And the thing is, is the, the leading candidates that you would think are not at the top. You have to dig through the names to get to the person I wanted to vote. It was, it was really a challenge. Uh-huh. But stick with it, folks, because it's worth it. We know voting in Mendocino County is so important. And like I've always said, many years ago in Fort Bragg, there was an election it was, where... Yep. Oh, dang, and I always It was forget. Liz Henry. Liz Henry. She won for supervisor by one, one vote. vote. And they counted, mm. they recounted it three times. Not one, three times, folks. It's and famous. that one vote held the whole time. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, that for, for us, I know, it's amazing. <laughs> amazing. It, it really makes a difference because, like I've said many, many times, in Mendocino County, you can make an outsized difference in local politics. Like, if you live in a city, sometimes it feels like, you know, you just like... You can't have any impact, but here in Mendocino County, oh, you, you can. can have you know, you, your participation really matters, and that's why we try to bring you the information you need to be an effective change maker and citizen here in Mendocino mm-hmm. County. Because there are so many little ins and outs of the way that local government works, and so many different players and so many different influences. Uh, if you understand it, you can be a much more effective. Uh, change maker here and that's why we have a bunch of programming on kzyx that's mm-hmm. focused exactly at this we've got karen audubonny and tko you alternate with citizen you uh, mari roden yep. and, and dan yep. jerdy one other thing i want to mention about this election is that two of our supervisors are up for election and these are not primary elections there are only two candidates in each for each of uh, for each of these seats so the winner who gets 51 percent is going to take yep. take that seat winner so takes that's all. the, the third district all. and the fifth district are are the two seats that are up this time. We will be having those candidates on Monday nights for the next two weeks during otherwise would be the discussion hour. So on this Monday, the 16th, from 6.30 to 8, we'll hear from the 5th District candidates. Uh, And on the 23rd, we'll hear from the 3rd District candidates. And those are going to be debates in which you can call in live on the air and ask questions. And there's not any propositions on this ballot there's one for measure m well that's that's a ballot that's a that's a tax that's a um it's a ballot measure but it's a tax issue it's a tax ballot um i can't remember yeah that that's one but that's why i was just going to say that's why annie esposito and i normally break down all the propositions for you i get a lot of feedback in the community about that show we take and break them all down that's not going to happen this time because there just aren't any at the state level but there will be in november and annie esposito and i shall be back doing that i love that show and this is the idea (laughs) informed voters folks we want you to be informed all right especially if if you're one vote it's going to make the difference yeah victor i was going to say that's also, why is so community radio is so important because it's kind of covered like a civic education, like a local civic education that we don't have it in our schools anymore. But by listening and supporting community radio, you get that information that you not all the people have the time to do the research and to get to know exactly about these initiatives and ballot initiative and get to know all the candidates that right. we at community radio can help you to understand why uh why are you voting who, who are the faces and the names that are out there so support community radio and this those voices yep okay we've got a caller let's see if they're still there caller are you live with us i'm yes i'm uh listening to the program uh love the the idea of a, a news director that, uh, <laughs> you, you know, I'm, uh, this, by the way, this is John. I'm in Covalo, 
I teach woodshop. I've been promoting a blue-collar curriculum for years, and Covalo gets kind of uh, left out in a lot of things, but there are a lot of exciting things going on in, in Round Valley, uh, especially amongst the Native community, which is primarily where I've been <laughs> you know, working my whole life and, uh, well, my whole adult life, you know, teaching woodshop and blue-collar curriculum subjects. Uh, and, I, you know, I really feel like the, I don't know what happened to uh, ROP, the Rural Occupations Program. You know, that's uh, <laughs> uh, the people that I used to work with. Dennis Hazeltine and Nona Olson and, and those folks. Uh, uh, but vocational education, especially for, uh, you, you know, black and brown youth that are not going to the university. Uh, and I have a lot of these uh, students, you know, in my classes and and uh, feel like, uh, you know, their voices need to need to be heard and and uh, more attention placed on uh, you know what I call this blue collar curriculum. So John because of you I know you've called in on several of my shows I want you to know that every time I talk to an official now uh, at the county level I bring up the vocational training and push about our, our JC's actually our junior college um, doing the vocational stuff that we need I brought this up with Luke Kendall on the show you'll hear in two weeks so I want to thank you for keeping it for in forefront in my mind and I make sure that I bring it up anytime I talk to people who might have an influence and be able to spread the word so keep it keep it from forefront would you Keep right. doing it. Thanks a lot, John. Thanks, John. Yeah. All right, we've just got uh, four minutes left on this hour. All right, can't wait to meet Victor, and uh, welcome to the community. I really do like the idea of having small, little community parties to get him introduced to these communities. <laughs> Victor but, Mixers. Well, look at Covalo. <laughs> I mean, that is some place you have to make it a point to go out to find people and do that. So, anyway, Victor, thanks so much for coming on. I just can't wait to meet you. We'll have a great time. I'll show you around. Thank you. Show you where all the Same dead bodies here. are. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Thanks, Victor. For Victor. On. Victor Palomino, KZYX's new news director. News director. Well, that sounds it got a great ring to it. So I'll be back with you in two weeks. Thank you for tuning in. This has been a production of Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. KZYX, Philo 90.7 FM. KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM. And Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. You can find more content like this on our website at kzyx.org. And consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thank you for listening.